Welcome to episode 27 of the Design 30 podcast. In this podcast, I provide design strategies and tools to improve innovation, creativity, and overall design confidence. Today, I will be reviewing a product that has caught my eye this year, and I think it is a perfect example of how design and creative thinking can lead to these innovative products capable of improving or sometimes even saving lives. If you're a fan of the NFL, you've probably seen this product and maybe not even known it. Before we dive in, please subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel and give the podcast a five-star rating if you would, if you appreciate and enjoy the podcast. And as always, please share the podcast with other people, uh, share the YouTube channel, share the YouTube videos. I've been posting more shorts on YouTube if you want to check those out. Uh, Yeah, anything like that is a great way to support the podcast. The product I'll be reviewing today is called the Q Collar, and it is by Q30 Innovations. And to do this uh, product review, I'm essentially just going to go through the website for this product and kind of pick and choose some nuggets uh, that I think help uh, show what this product is, how it works, and the potential benefits of it. And I'll be adding my own little uh, comments and, and nuggets along the way. So without further ado, let's dive into the Q collar. So on the home page of this website, uh, basically the first thing they have is this statement that says 10 years in the making, dozens of prototypes, thousands of hours of research and design, one revolutionary product. And here you see a picture of this Q collar, which is essentially what it sounds like. It's a collar. It actually has a really cool uh, sporty look, which I think as we go deeper into what the product actually is and what it does, uh, you'll understand the reasoning behind uh, why it has a sporty look to it. So if you scroll down from here, they have a nice little introductory paragraph uh, that I'm going to start off reading. Since its formation, Q30 Innovations has been focused on transforming the invention of two doctors into a safe, effective, and groundbreaking medical device to reduce the risk and severity of traumatic brain injury through partial jugular vein compression. Q30's effort has included engaging leading engineers and fabricators to design and produce the Q collar and working with world-renowned experts and independent researchers to perform more than 25 preclinical and clinical studies, 18 of which have resulted in published articles. On February 26, 2021, following a thorough evaluation by the re- uh, an evaluation of the research by the FDA, the Q collar became the first and only FDA cleared device to reduce traumatic brain injury. Today, the Q collar is available in the United States and Canada for use by athletes and military personnel who the Q collar helps protect. So right there, you see that this Q collar is used to help protect your brain. 
and it helps prevent the severity or reduce the severity of traumatic brain injuries through what they call partial jugular vein compression, which sounds kind of scary, but uh, as you'll see pretty quickly here, uh, as they'll dive into a little bit more uh, detail about what that actually means and some studies to show that it's actually nothing dangerous. You're not choking yourself out about by wearing this collar. So one other thing that I think is really cool is just looking at the uh, athletic advisors that they have for this product. And there's some pretty big names. Uh, if you're a fan of the NFL, you'll probably recognize a few of them. There's Vernon Davis, who was a tight end in the NFL. And then there's also Luke Keekley, who is a retired NFL uh, linebacker who was an incredibly good linebacker, but also had a lot of injuries or a lot of problems with concussions. And so he ended up retiring early, uh, I think primarily due to uh, him just trying to take care of his brain because he had had so many concussions during his career. And then there's a few other current NFL players who are also a part of this team. Um, there's Taylor Rapp, who plays for the Rams, as well as Drew Tranquil, who plays for the Los Angeles Chargers. So, and there's a bunch of other people on here as well. Uh, they have a pretty, pretty impressive team, it looks like, or at least a board of advisors for this product. Okay, so let's dive into another one of their pages where they, they actually go into a little bit more detail of what this Q color is and how it works. So this page says, help protect against head injury by reducing brain movement. The Q-Collar is the first and only FDA-cleared solution that helps protect the brain during repetitive head impacts. It goes on to say, because the brain floats inside the skull, it moves, sometimes with great force, when the head is exposed to an impact. By applying a light pressure to the sides of the neck, the Q-Collar increases blood volume in the brain's venous structures reducing the harmful internal movement that causes brain injury. The Q-collar is a non-invasive solution to, a, to brain protection, and there have been no negative effects reported relating to wearing it. It may even help you perform at your optimum. So here they're saying that what this collar does is put just a little bit of pressure on your uh, jugular veins on the front of your neck. And so this increases um, the blood volume inside your brain, which helps reduce uh, the impacts when your head gets, you know, impacted by something. If you have a head-to-head -head collision in football, something like that. The thing that helmets don't do when you have a collision is actually stop your brain from moving. Yeah, they help uh, reduce, you know, skull fractures or bruising, uh, cutting your head, things like that. But when you have this impact between two players, your brain is still floating in this cerebral spinal fluid and that impact causes it to you know, slosh around in there. As you'll hear later on, as I'm reading through this, they call it brain slosh. And that's actually just your brain kind of banging around on the inside of your skull, which is, as you can imagine, not a good thing. So they go on uh, in this page to describe this in a little bit more detail. They say, helmets can reduce serious injury to the skull by preventing direct contact and spreading the force of an impact over a greater surface area, but they can't limit brain movement. 
The Q collar helps protect the brain from within, focusing on the source of serious head injuries, which is the brain. When the head absorbs a hit, the brain bounces back. Excuse me. When the head absorbs a hit, the brain bounces back and forth against the inside of the skull. This rapid acceleration and deceleration of the brain, a phenomenon, phenomenon known as brain slosh, stretches and tears brain fibers, resulting in traumatic brain injury, which you'll also hear referred to as TBI. TBI is something that obviously should be avoided as much as possible because there are all of these long-term impacts that we are constantly learning more and more about. Uh, you probably know about the CTE uh, related to NFL players if you've been paying attention to the NFL over the past few years. So this is something that is causing real problems and needs to be addressed. So that's what this uh, caller is attempting to do. It's attempting to help reduce or prevent these traumatic brain injuries simply by increasing the blood volume in your brain, which is a pretty creative way to solve the problem. Uh, you know, if you weren't thinking outside the box, you would just keep focusing on the helmet itself. How do we uh, make the helmet safer? How do we make them absorb more of the impact? But like they mentioned in this, and like I mentioned earlier, no matter how good the helmet is, your brain is still bouncing around on the interior of your skull, which is causing a lot of damage to these brain fibers. Uh, later on in the same page, um, they say, help protect your future on and off the field. Damage from brain slosh can be catastrophic when it occurs on a large scale. But research shows that it is also quite harmful on a small scale, especially in the long term. Damage from these smaller events called repetitive subconcussive impacts accumulates over time. Repeated impacts caused by headers, jostling, and collisions may alter the white matter or deep tissue of the brain, posing long-term health risks, including decreased mental acuity, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, Ooh, let's try saying that again, encephalopathy, which is CTE, as I mentioned earlier, dementia, and Alzheimer's. So right here, they give all of these uh, pretty intense and difficult long-term issues that can result from all of these um, basically small impacts to the head. They don't have to be these terrible concussions or you know, car crash sort of collisions, they can be these repetitive subconcussive impacts. So that's impacts that aren't causing diagnosable concussions. That's why they call them subconcussive, but they're still um, damaging to the brain and over time can cause a lot of issues like this CTE, dementia, or Alzheimer's. At the bottom of this page, they give some pretty uh, surprising and... Uh, perhaps difficult to hear statistics uh, on just how many of these repetitive impacts uh, people have, especially people involved in sports. And they say college football players experience an estimated 950 to 1,350 repetitive subconcussive head impacts per season. So that's uh, pretty wild. Anywhere from 950 
to 1,350 of these subconcussive head impacts. Another statistic says even youth football players, who constitute about 70% of all football players, absorb an average of 3.7 head impacts per game and 1.5 impacts per practice. So this is youth football. So this is your middle school to high school sort of football players. Another one is from 2000 to 2020, more than 430,000 U.S. service members have been diagnosed with traumatic brain injuries, which are typically the result of head impacts and blast waves. So here they're broadening the scope out even more to military members and U.S. service members and how they frequently are also exposed to these traumatic brain injuries, whether that's through a direct impact to the head or blast waves, which are obviously also very common in the military. And then finally, they say, with the exception of football, female soccer players experience the highest rate of concussions out of any other athletes. So this product isn't just for military members or people playing football, which is a very high impact sport. It can also be really beneficial for people playing a sport like soccer, which uh, a lot of people don't think of soccer as being uh, dangerous, especially for your head. But like the statistic says, there's also a lot of head injuries and concussions um, that occur in soccer, especially female soccer. So the goal of the Q collar is to have just one simple piece of equipment that is literally just this little plastic collar that you put around your neck uh, to help reduce or I think at times even uh, completely prevent uh, some of these traumatic brain injuries. And it can be used in all of these different contexts from football to soccer to military applications Uh, police and SWAT applications. Uh, It's really broad and can have some some really impressive uh, impacts, which I'll get into now, where they list uh, a lot of research. And I would highly encourage you just to go to their website and check it out because they list out all of the different research that they've done. They have links to papers and results, and it's, it's really well done. So I would definitely... I highly recommend you go and check it out for yourself and see what you think. I mean, obviously, I'm not a doctor. I haven't been studying this product. I simply saw it on TV when I was watching a football game and was like, what What in the world are they wearing on their neck? What is that thing? And then I kind of dove in and, and just realized it's such a simple product, but it has such a big impact. I'm pretty surprised that it hasn't been publicized more. It's I don't know, it's one of my goals with this podcast is to publicize it. This seems like a really uh, helpful and impressive uh, product that probably everyone playing youth sports should be wearing. And even beyond that, everyone in the NFL, everyone playing college sports. Um, as you'll see, once I dive into the statistics, it, it has some really, uh, <laughs> some really good benefits. So let's just dive into that right now. So they uh, title this section, A Decade of Research. Leading research institutions conducted over 28 independent laboratory, clinical, and wearability studies involving Olympic, professional, youth athletes, and SWAT personnel over the last 10 years to evaluate the Q-Collar's effectiveness. 
And then they link to a few studies and results of those studies uh, to support this. So the first one that I'm going to read through is titled Device Effectiveness Study Rat Impact Model. So this is a study on rats, uh, but it was kind of, it looks to be one of their earlier studies to support the effectiveness of this device. And so their summary of this study says, two laboratory studies were conducted using a standard or a standardized MTBI impact model to evaluate the effectiveness of the Q collar in reducing brain slosh and axonal injury. In each study, 10 rats were subjected to impact acceleration TBI. Half of the rats wore an IJV, which uh, stands for this internal jugular veins uh, compression collar. So IJV, internal jugular veins compression collar during the impact. Following a seven-day recovery period, the subject's brains underwent aminohistochemical, <laughs> which you know, I don't know what that means, but if you're curious, you can go to this website and check it out yourself and look it up. Um, aminohistochemical processing in order to evaluate axonal injury. Each study showed that venous, compre or venous compression in the neck significantly reduced the extent of axonal injury by an average of 83% and more than 50% respectively, as compared with the injury experienced by the control group. The studies support the effectiveness of the Q-collar in helping to reduce the risk of severe brain injury due to head impacts. So this early study was done on rats, where <laughs> I'm just imagining these little Q-collar devices that they designed specifically to put on rats. I'm curious to see what that looked like. Um, but they did this initial study on rats, and it came back with these impressive results where they reduced the extent of axonal injury by an average of 83%. So obviously that's a really good start uh, to supporting these Q-collars for use in humans and uh, their ability to reduce brain injury. The next summary is called Football Pivotal Trial, and this was done in 2018. And this summary says, the pivotal study that resulted in FDA approval utilized a perspective controlled trial to evaluate the effects of mild jugular vein compression in uh, 42 participants, it looks like, or no, 142 participants, relative to controls, which was another 142 participants, uh, I'm assuming, with who weren't wearing uh, one of these Q collars, um, during competitive or during a competitive football season. Magnetic resonance imaging data were collected from participants pre and post season and head impact exposure was monitored by accelerometers during every practice and game throughout the competitive, uh, throughout the competitive season. And I'll skip down just a little bit here. Let's see results. Uh, actually let's go up a little bit more. The findings revealed that the JVC neck collar modulated the relationship between greater high magnitude head impact exposure and longitudinal changes to white matter with each group showing associations that varied in directionality. 
Results also revealed that 77% of the collar-wearing athletes did not have significant changes to their white matter of the brain, while 73% of the non-collar-wearing athletes had significant changes. Importantly, there were no reported adverse events. So that means that uh, when people or these athletes were wearing the Q collar, there wasn't any adverse events associated simply with wearing it. Collectively, these data indicate that a JVC neck collar can provide a mechanistic response to the diffusion and anisotropic properties of brain white matter following the highly diverse exposure to repetitive head impacts in American tackle football. So this study shows that 77% uh, of the collar-wearing athletes did not have significant uh, damage or changes to their white matter of the brain. And 73% of the non-collar-wearing athletes did have significant changes. So right there is a pretty good indication that this Q collar is uh, having a large impact. And then on top of all of that, again, it, the Q collar didn't have any adverse effects. There was nothing negative associated with wearing the collar. And that is supported even further in this next study, which is titled Human Performance Study. The Cincinnati Children's Hospital Institutional Review Board has approved several non-significant risk feasibility safety studies of the use of the Q collar in athletes engaged in activity and or sports. The initial feasibility study was completed in the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Human Performance Laboratory and involved evaluation of monitored vital signs, biomechanics, cardiorespiratory capacity, postural control, dynamic stabilization, re reactive index, concentration and, and cognition, memory, strength, and power in a population of athletes that showed no statistical effect of wearing a prototype version of the Q collar compared to a sham armband. In addition, CBC renal panel and a urinalysis test were conducted before and after exercise performed with the device. Blood and urine measures remain normal in range. Excuse me. Blood and urine measures remained in normal ranges and were not disrupted beyond the expected physiologic response to exercise. Cumulatively, oh, ooh. Cumulatively, cumulatively, the pre and post measures indicate the neurologic parameters of executive function, eye-hand coordination, balance, memory, and reaction times were unchanged following two hours of physical testing wearing the device. The results of this testing indicate that the Q collar is safe to use during maximal aerobic capacity and maximal power testing and has no impact on performance, strength, or endurance. Whew, so that was a lot of big words that I struggled to pronounce. Um, but essentially in that section, what they're saying is they did all this testing to try to figure out if there were some negative impacts of wearing this device. You know, it's increasing the pressure of your blood pressure in your head, essentially. You would think there might be some negatives associated with that in your cognitive ability or your balance coordination. But this test showed that they couldn't find any negatives on any of those. Everywhere from concentration, cognition, memory, strength, power, 
all of those things. Uh, there was no statistical data showing that it was a, a negative impact. Again, I would strongly advise you to go and check this out yourself. Go to the website, look up these studies, and make your own evaluation of the data. Again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a researcher, but this is something that it looks to me to be very effective and very safe. So uh, yeah, I'm pretty impressed by it, but go check out the website and see what you think for yourself. Um, you can actually just buy one of these devices for either yourself or for your children. Um, they are a little expensive right now, it looks like. Um, usually with a, a product like this, that price will come down as it grows in popularity. But right now you can buy one for $199, which may sound like a lot for just a simple piece of plastic or what whatever material it might be around your neck. Uh, but when you look at the data that they presented and the impacts, the positive impacts this can have on you or for your child, uh, $200 really isn't that much if you can afford it. It's cheaper than insurance. It's cheaper than a trip to the hospital. So it's, it's definitely worth your money. And they have a sizing guide so you can pick out uh, the correct size for you. Uh, there's a whole little video showing how to measure your neck and then how that relates to which size you should purchase. So a pretty useful and helpful website. So now I thought it would be helpful to just go through um, their frequently asked questions page and just uh, read through a couple of those. Uh, there's a couple of them that uh, were questions I had, perhaps they're questions you are thinking about right now as well. So let's just jump through a few of those. The first one is a little bit of review, but it just says, how does the Q collar work? And the answer is the Q collar is a simple and safe device that applies light pressure to the jugular veins. This pressure causes a slight increase of blood volume inside the head and helps reduce the brain's movement upon impact, which is the primary cause of brain injury. Similar to a seatbelt in a car, the Q collar helps keep the brain more secure during impacts. So, uh, something we talked about earlier, it's really a pretty simple concept where you put this little bit of pressure on your veins and that increases the blood volume inside your head, which uh, decreases the amount of space your brain has to actually move around inside your skull, which is what causes these brain injuries and what damages your uh, neuronal tissues. So the next question, how does the Q collar compare to other head protection equipment? And the answer is, they kind of give this little chart comparing the Q collar versus uh, other equipment. The other equipment they have listed are helmets, uh, impact reducing headbands, and impact reducing caps, which I don't know that I've ever seen an impact reducing cap, but I'm guessing it's just some sort of, I don't know, thick, kind of like beanie looking thing. <laughs> Not really sure. But anyway, so they say uh, they kind of have this uh, list of different, um, I don't know, ways of protecting the brain. 
and it says addresses brain movement and the cue caller does address brain movement in the way that we just described whereas all of these other pieces of equipment don't actually address how your brain moves it just addresses how the impact uh, or how something comes into contact with your skull essentially um, helps prevent or helps protect against repetitive head impacts uh, the cue caller does this where none of the other ones do backed by clinical research of course the cue caller has that as well and they say none of the other equipment does and then finally fda authorized the cue caller is fda approved whereas all these other uh, pieces of equipment are not approved for reducing uh, i would say tbi or other brain injuries uh, next question what sports can the cue caller be used for the cue collar is designed for any sport or activity where an athlete is at risk of exposure to head impacts. To date, we know of athletes wearing the cue collar in football, lacrosse, soccer, hockey, basketball, volleyball, track and field, bobsled, skeleton, not sure what that is, luge, equestrian, rugby, field hockey, car racing, MMA, boxing, and other combat sports. And then they say you can visit their Instagram to see the athletes helping protect themselves with the cue collar in action. Uh, which leagues and organizations allow uh, usage of the cue collar? Wearing the cue collar is permitted by numerous sports leagues or organizations, including the following. The National Football League, Major League Soccer, National Women's Soccer League, NCAA, USA Lacrosse, National Federation of High Schools, All Sports Except Wrestling, Canadian Football League, Pop Warner, International Bobsleigh, and Skeleton Federation, in addition to other youth and club sports organizations throughout the country. The U.S., FDA, and Health Canada have authorized the cue collar for use by all athletes ages 13 and over. Oh, let's see what other question on here would be useful. Oh, here's a good one. Is there any evidence the cue collar causes athletes to play more recklessly? You could see, or you could think, and this is actually an argument against having these newer hard helmets in the NFL, uh, as opposed to what they used to wear, which was essentially just a piece of leather. And the argument is if you have this hard plastic or metal helmet, you might actually be more reckless because you think you're more protected. Whereas when they were just wearing these little thin pieces of leather on their head, it, they knew intuitively that their head was at risk. So they were less reckless. They didn't lead with their head. Uh, and maybe that actually prevented less head to head contacts. Uh, so naturally, this is a good question for the cue caller. Does it cause athletes to play more recklessly? And their answer says, there's no evidence that athletes wearing the cue collar take additional risks or play more aggressively versus those who do not wear it. During clinical trials, more than 500,000 total impacts were recorded and analyzed. The data collected during the clinical trials indicate that the number and the magnitude of impacts were comparable between athletes who were wearing the cue collar and those who were not. So in summary, these athletes who they were tracking collisions with and impacts, uh, they couldn't tell any difference between those who wore the cue collar and those who didn't. 
Um, something that you may be thinking about, does the Q collar come in other colors? There are currently three options for the Q collar. There's the standard gray green and two versions of our tactical product, a blackout and a multicam. Then they say for additional colors, there are 12 different Q collar sleeve colors that can help you match your uniform. So that's actually probably a big deal for a lot of uh, athletes is if it doesn't match their uniform, the coach isn't going to let them wear it. Um, so they have solutions for that. It looks like with these sleeves, you can probably find something that'll work. Um, Ooh, here's another good one. What does FDA clearance of the Q collar mean? FDA cleared reflects the highest level of review and authorization by the FDA for a non-invasive low risk device like the Q collar. The FDA reserves use of the word approved for high-risk devices such as the pacemaker. Following its thorough evaluation of the independent research, the FDA announced that the Q-collar, a class 2 medical device, safely and effectively provides an additional piece of protective, equi protective equipment athletes can wear when playing sports to help protect their brains from the effects of repetitive head impacts. And that's all I'm going to read for the frequently asked questions. Of course, if you have more, you should visit their website. And I, it looks like you can also submit your own questions to them as well. So I would definitely recommend you do that if there's more uh, questions you have for it. Um, to kind of summarize all of this, they have another little uh, article here, which let's see, what do they call it? Basically, it's a science and research briefing. So I'm just going to read the intro of this as a way to kind of summarize uh, everything that I've just talked about and all of the data and big words and everything else I've been throwing at you. So I think this will be a good way to kind of summarize it all and yeah, also just serve as a good review for everything we just went through. Q30 Innovation's mission is to help protect the brain from the effects of head impacts on the sports field and the battlefield. Since 2012, Q30 has worked with leading medical, academic, engineering, and design institutions to research and develop the Q-Collar, an externally worn device that aids in the protection of the brain from effects associated with repetitive, subconcussive head impacts. To date, the most common attempt to reduce head injuries has been the use of helmets. Helmets may reduce the risk of serious head and brain injuries by reducing the impact of a force or collision to the head, preventing direct contact between the skull and impacting object, and spreading the force of impact over greater surface area. However, helmets do not prevent the rapid acceleration and deceleration movement of the brain inside the head that leads to the twisting and tearing of neurons, which is the cause of traumatic brain injury, also known as TBI. The Q-collar addresses this issue from the inside, utilizing jugular vein compression to help reduce brain slosh, the movement of the brain inside the skull. In February 2021, the FDA authorized the marketing of the Q-collar as a class two medical device to help protect athletes' brains during head impacts. The FDA clearance was based on an extensive review of 10 years of research conducted independently by leading medical and research institutions across North America. The Q-Collar is the only FDA cleared product that helps protect athletes' brains during head impacts. 
As reported by the FDA, advanced imaging showed no significant changes in deeper tissues of the brain, white matter regions, in 77% of the group of the group of athletes who wore the Q collar, while significant changes in these regions were found in 73% of participants in the non-collar group. FDA approved claim. The Q collar is intended to be worn around the neck by athletes aged 13 years and older during sports activities to aid in the protection of the brain from effects associated with repetitive subconcussive head impacts. So I think that offered a pretty good overview of everything we just covered. Uh, I think this product is a perfect example of how creative uh, design thinking can be used to improve and sometimes, uh, in this case, probably a lot of the time, actually save lives. I mean, maybe a lot of these brain injuries don't, uh, you know, they don't result in death at the time of injury typically, but a lot of the negative impacts that occur to people who've had a lot of these TBIs or these subconcussive head impacts can be life-threatening and, you know, they can be very uh, demobilizing like dementia or Alzheimer's and just generally have a very negative impact on your quality of life. So if you're like me, you love sports and have benefited from them greatly uh, throughout your life. Um, I played basketball and football and track and all of the, you know, all the sports I could possibly get into in middle school and high school and loved it. And it had such a good impact on me as far as helping me to uh, enjoy being physically fit and being healthy. And then all of the benefits of uh, being disciplined and being part of a team and leadership, you know, all of these different things that come along with sports. So there are all of these positive benefits, but this one thing that especially recently has really been looming large is brain injuries. So it's really cool to see a company like Q30 uh, addressing this with such a simple and effective device that uh, the Q collar appears to be. Again, I just want to reiterate that I am not a doctor, so I can't evaluate this product from that perspective, um, but I would highly encourage you to check it out for yourself, uh, maybe bring it up with your doctor and see what they think, and yeah, I if I had kids playing any sort of athletic sport, I would 100% buy this product for them, and from what I can tell, every school should probably make this mandatory for football. Uh, if not soccer or a, maybe all the sports where it's possible to have any sort of head impacts. With that, let's move to the design 30 discipline for this week. And it's pretty simple. Go to q30.com. That's q30.com and check out this product for yourself. Um, I do want to mention, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet or not. I have no connection with this product. You know, they're not supporting me. They're not supporting the podcast, although I would welcome that. Um, but I have no affiliation with them whatsoever. This simply came from me being curious about this weird little thing I saw around the neck of football players in the NFL. And 
uh, yeah, I, I just saw it on TV and was wondering what it was and how effective it was. And so I did a little bit of a deep dive here and it, it appears to be a really cool, really well-designed product that is affordable, you know, $200 isn't cheap, but when you compare it to the cost of insurance or visiting the hospital, it actually is pretty cheap. So really impressive design that I'm happy to promote. Um, it's something that I'm probably, if I'm ever in a sport again, where I will potentially have some head head on head collisions, I'll invest in this. Um, and I think if you have children or family members who are in uh, contact sports, you know, I think you should look into it and consider buying one of these. They look they look really impressive as far as the uh, prevention of TBI and head injuries. And also they look pretty cool. Um, I'm impressed with just the industrial design. Uh, I really like, I'm a bit of a sucker for the black and lime green color scheme that they have on their website and on like their uh, standard product. Uh, as you can tell with uh, Design 30, that is also my color scheme. So maybe I'm a little bit biased due to that. Um, but no, uh, yeah, go check it out for yourself. Looks like a really cool product. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it informative as well as inspiring as, uh, as designers, we have the ability to improve the world around us. And you might even say we have the responsibility to improve the world around us. So I'll leave it with that. Remember design more despair less. Thanks for listening.